Hello singing teachers and singers who want to become singing teachers. I am Lynn Hilton, I'm one of the best trainers and I welcome you also into 2022. Now quite often as a singing teacher the new year is a good time to sit down and review goals from last year and set new ones and I thought I'd talk about goal setting a little bit today. On the course, we discuss goal setting for students and for ourselves using the SMART method, which is specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and has some sort of time frame. And I really think that's a very useful strategy to use. But I wanted to talk about a couple of other things around goal setting and helping to maintain them. Uh, and, and helping a, a, a student achieve them. Now, back in episode 33, Alexa reviewed The Chimp Paradox by Dr. Steve Peters. He's a consultant psychiatrist who specialises in optimising the function of the mind, and he has worked with a lot of high-level athletes and things like that. And he identifies, you know, that we have these different parts of our brain uh, you know, sort of the logical side. I think it's sort of like the, the computer. Um, there's also the chimp and that's the one that kind of likes to interfere with what we're doing and is very emotional and reactionary. Uh, but one of the things that he talks about in the chapter called the planet of success is making sure that we understand the difference between a dream and a goal. So I'm just going to read what he says here. So a dream is something that you want to happen but is not fully under your control. The dream has outside influences and therefore you cannot guarantee that it will happen. It is just a wish. Goals are something that you can set and achieve because you have full control of them. Goals increase the chances of dreams happening. And then he sets a few examples of dreams and some supporting goals. So, for instance, you may have um, a student who has the dream to have a particular role, say, for instance, Christine in Phantom of the Opera. Uh, but, um, you know, until they start doing the work that they need to do, it's just a dream. And so you can help them set their goals around what's needed in order to support that dream. So it might be, you know, vocal preparation, it might be acting, dancing, it might be that actually the student hasn't done much in the way of auditioning and so they need to go out and get some auditioning experience and build their skills there. It might be that their legit voice isn't well developed enough and so you need to work more on the voice. So both of you will then have a really great understanding of what's needed and be able to start planning around that. And this is really where the smart goal setting then comes into play because you can sit down and go, okay, so the very specific thing is I want to be able to prepare myself for the role of Christine and be able to audition by such and such a date. Maybe there's a date that you know or maybe it's like a year down the track or two years down the track or in the next few months. just depends on obviously what level the student is as to what's 
potentially achievable. And so that's where the A comes in. This is achievable in the time frame. So if there's a audition in six months' time and the student has never been able to sing, you know, high E's, then, mm, well, that's not going to happen, is it? So that's part of your role as the teacher is to help them identify that. And I quite often will get the client or student to go and do some research because once they understand what's required, then they're more likely to be on board with the advice and instruction that you give them. So another thing I like to do uh, is to get the student to reverse engineer. So if they have a goal, say, for instance, I want to go uh, touring around the world with my music, I'll say, all right, you need to go and do some research to find out, well, what is the process? And if that's the goal, what are the steps prior to that goal that you will need to have taken in order to get there? So they might find out, oh, I need to have some songs. I need to have uh, interest. I need to have fans. I need to have places where I can perform. I might even need some help you know i might need to get some equipment you know that so they start to realize oh these are all the things i need to be working towards and i'll just continue to reverse engineer until we get to all right what's the next thing we can do to get you on this path so once they start to reverse engineer the different stages that they might need to achieve in order to get to their end goal we then start to put into place some action plans so action plans are quite useful because you, what you do is you have a column. Uh, the first column is what's the overall goal. The next column is what are the various projects. So say, for instance, in the example for the person who wants to go on tour with their own music. So the project, the first project might be um, writing songs. And the next project might be finding um, venues to go and perform at. And then the next project might be, you know, work on my voice. So they're the projects. And then what are the different strategies? Well, the first one will be sit down and write uh, or find somebody to help me learn how to write if, if they're not doing it already. Uh, another strategy might be to write a song and then go and perform it at a singer-songwriter night. Another strategy might be to learn how to play chords on the guitar so that they can accompany themselves. And then the next column is the tasks. What are the tasks that they need to do? So with the songwriting, well, I need to create a schedule of sitting down and writing. Uh, another task will be to go and find a, a, a songwriting teacher or to do a songwriting car, uh, course. So I need to go and ring around or talk to people and so you start to see you know on, on the left hand side you've got this sort of one big column of the goal and then as you get more over to the right hand side you've got these smaller and smaller boxes which are becoming much much more specific so that's called uh, creating action plans i think it's really important to help the student also or yourself, because you might be applying this to yourself and maybe growing your business, for instance, um, that you attach some emotions to that. You know, how will you feel when you achieve that? Will it be exciting? Will you feel proud? 
Will you be, um, you know, have a sense of achievement? Will you feel satisfied? Um, yeah, so what would the emotions that you'll feel once you've achieved those particular tasks, for instance? And then it's also important to think about, well, what, what's standing in the way? So one of the questions that I ask my clients is, right, great, you've got these goals, you know where you want to go, you know what you want to achieve, but what is standing in the way of you achieving that? And sit down and let the student or yourself reflect on that. And quite often we'll realise that actually I'm standing in the way of that. You know, I start things but I never finish them or I allow my fear of not succeeding to stop me from actually going and doing the things I need to do. I procrastinate. Um, I, I actually don't believe in procrastination anymore because I realise that actually it's just a sign of beliefs that are in the way. I'll self-sabotage is another one. I'll prioritise other people over me and then I won't have any time to focus on that. And so then you can have a discussion about, well, what are some things that we can be doing in order to prevent that from happening? And it might be that you or the students need to go and work on your beliefs and find out what beliefs are at the bottom of that and quite often it's the belief that I'm not good enough, um, I'm a failure, I don't deserve it, I'm not worthy. So these kind of beliefs are at the bottom of what actually makes us behave in a particular way. So if you believe that uh, you don't deserve success, you won't go and do the work that you need to do in order to achieve success because you don't deserve it. So why would you actually go and do the work? If you think that uh, you're a failure, then you will make sure that that becomes your truth and you will continually do things that will prove that you are a failure. So you won't either do the work that's required or you won't choose the right tasks or the right people. And then every time you fail, it's like, well, there you go, told you I'm a failure. So obviously that's out of the remit of most singing teachers to work on. But sometimes identifying these things is the good starting point. And then there are a variety of different options. Obviously, you know, for those people who know me, I actually went and trained in hypnotherapy and rapid transformational therapy very specifically so I could work on these things because I realized that most of the issues that my clients had weren't to do with their abilities, but everything to do with their mind. Uh, but there's things like NLP, EFT, psychotherapy, counselling, um, CBT. You know, there's a bunch of different things out there that um, will help with eliminating these negative and limiting beliefs. Another really great strategy is creating a vision board. I love vision boarding. Um, so you can do it digitally, but I think it's much better to do it physically. So you have a big sheet of paper and then you cut out images and words that um, when you look at it really inspire and excite you all around your dream and uh, all the things that you need to do in order to achieve it. And especially if you're working with younger students, they find that sort of thing quite exciting. Though, of course, <laughs> they may find it a little bit quaint that you do it old school and actually cut things out. 
Another thing I think is important is accountability, you know, accountability for yourself, for the students, like creating some sort of a way of them being able to check in with someone. It might be you or it might be another student or it might be a friend or a mentor. Say, so, yeah, where are you up to? You know, here are all those goals that you set to achieve your dream um, and what are you doing and where you're at and how you're feeling about it. I think it's also important to add into the mix flexibility and adaptability. Things change. You know, sometimes it's totally out of our control. So obviously whoever predicted COVID-19 and many of us have had to make huge adjustments in our life and our career and our work. And, And if we're too rigid, then we can't cope and then that will end up sort of like, you know, it'll spiral into depression, anxiety, all that sort of thing. So if you have, um, if you sort of encourage the idea that, you know, we need to be flexible, we need to adapt according to what's going on. And sometimes we'll start on a goal and we'll be going along and suddenly realize, you know what, this isn't the way I want to be. I'm not really enjoying this. And if you're the mindset that you have to finish what you start, but you're not happy, then that's also going to spiral into negativity. Journaling can also help people um, express their thoughts and be reflective and come up with ideas. And it's also important, I think, for us to be acknowledging uh, the someone's progress and achievement and the hard work that they're putting into. So on the course, we talk about being student-centered in the way that we teach and and, uh, and understand how the learning process is. And we also talk about when we're giving feedback rather than saying, oh, you're really great, you're so smart, you're really talented, just saying you've put an amazing amount of work in and your hard work is really paying off and you made some really great choices here and you made some good decisions and you did some great ref- reflection there and made the adjustments that you needed to. So well done on doing that. So as we encourage the students, we're focusing on the hard work that they're doing to achieve their goals and their dreams. And the same for ourselves. Big high five, pat on the back. Um, well done. You got out of bed. You got through one task today. <laughs> Sometimes it just has to be like that. So I hope that that's given you some ideas about what you can do to help your students and yourself achieve your dreams and goals and all the best with that. Um, Have a wonderful year ahead. If you're listening to this later down the track, it will still be relevant Um, and I look forward to seeing you in the BAS community. If you enjoyed this episode of the podcast, make sure you sign up to our mailing list. You get our latest blogs fresh off the internet and we'll let you know about any upcoming courses, events and goodies that The Voice World brings our way. All you need to do is tap that link in the episode description and let us know where to send them.